Guys, this episode of Video Vampires. Yeah. Do the introduction, Jess. Oh me, I I have to. Well, this is Jessica. This is Mickey. And we have special guest. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> <What> Eric. <up>? <laughs> <laughs> Eric. Eric. Do I say my own name? Is that? What yeah. I'm Eric. Eric from Mess Syndicate is here. What He's up? a past guest that. Oh, I got clear. We keep uh, we keep bringing back. Okay. Uh, Show into the well for this special movie that we're doing. But yeah. uh, have you seen anything? Yes, I have. I uh, I saw. Um, Won't you be my neighbor? Oh. And I. Um, I haven't seen it. Yet. I cried for the entire thing. I feel how like how long is that movie? An hour and twenty four minutes. That's a lot of crying. See, that's a lot. That's of how crying. I feel. I would be. I feel exhausted. I'm after. a crier. <laughs> I I mean I am too. But I was saying to my girlfriend, it's like I'm more I'm I'm less of a crier during sad scenes in movies. I'm more like a crier during like. You know, um, like any display of kindness that like is as out of like out yeah, of, um, you know, out of sync from the rest of the world. And like, like you know, like I'll watch them like Lord of the Rings, and I won't cry when somebody dies. I'll cry when somebody does something really like nice for somebody. Yeah, like, like that sh- oh. humans should do, but we're yeah. pieces of shit, so we rarely. And it's do a it. really tough movie to watch. I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> Well, it's part of getting old and soft. Yeah. You see nice ass shit and you're like, fuck. Well, man. the other thing about Yeah, you're like, oh my god, there is good in the world. Yeah, but it's also like you you watch it and you're like it, it all comes back to you. Like everything comes back to you. You're like, "Oh my god, I remember this episode." Like or I remember this part, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you remember so much and then you realize that like there was a chunk of time, I mean, at least in my life where every day of my life I watched Mr. Rogers. So it was like and I mean like they they go over they they cover so much stuff that you're like you don't care about, like, his religious stuff, you know? Because he never... Yeah. He was never, like... He was, like... Okay. He wasn't pushy. He wasn't, here's the thing is that, like, as far... Like, I... My inherent problem with religion is is the exact opposite of, like, what Mr. Rogers is. Like, because he was, like, oh, this is how you should be. Yeah. You know? Like, you believe in your the stuff you believe in, but you're open to everybody, and you care about everybody, and, like... You love everybody and like yeah. It was just like it was like you're not judging anybody for something that's you know, and it was just so uh killed me. And I was like, what a piece of shit world we live in right yeah. now. And See, they, yeah. And they talk. Well, in the first episode of Mister Rogers, the first week, they covered. Um, you know, Good King Friday wanted to create a wall to to keep out the people who like you know want to change. Yeah. And so they covered that in the first episode of Mister Rogers, and. The documentary comes out, what, like this month? And you're just like, oh, yeah, a wall to keep well, yeah, out. yeah, still how relevant. Exactly. And, that was, really? and they yeah. know that, too. And they were saying, like, they're like, isn't that weird how, like, this is what we covered in the first week and this is what we're going through now, you know? And it's yeah. like, so that stuff kind of makes you cry, too, because you're like, there's not another person like Mr. Rogers. It's really No, sad. right now, everyone sucks. But you know what movie I saw? What did movie you, did you see? I saw Upgrade. I haven't talked about this yet. No, you haven't. It is so badass. Honestly, it was 
sick and it was it was like quick and it was uh relevant to the time period and our technology mm-hmm. and uh it was fucking gross it was very it was like ultra violent but like damn man it had some like bangers throughout the entire movie is it tom hardy no yeah. no it's um okay did you see prometheus yeah okay so it's that um the shitty boyfriend scientist? yeah the shitty fucking scientist oh. and who i hate i hated him in prometheus and then he was in the invitation did you see that i like, love that movie yes okay so that's him okay and he's an upgrade and he's honestly great in it and it sucks because i hated him so much in prometheus that i was like fuck that guy did you hate him that or did you hate prometheus in general i both <laughs> yeah so um but honestly upgrade is so good it's like a very good action horror-ish type of movie is it independent theaters um no it was at Arclight but I think it's out now Um, you know it's funny because I didn't want to see Upgrade because it looked like it reminded me of The Guest okay we were talking about um trailers you know before and how and uh, the Upgrade trailer didn't do anything for me I actually was just bored and I was like let's just go see any movie that's out and we picked Upgrade because a friend said it was good Uh and it actually was was it better than The Guest I love The Guest I know you do um it's a different type. It's very, it's very much like that, um, but it's a different story. And honestly, I'd say I like it as much as the guest. Okay. Really, yeah. I enjoyed the guest a lot. I think it's like very. He's like very. Um, you know how in the guest, his all his actions are very precise and uh, <sighs> manicured and like yeah. documented and um, programmed. Yeah. That is the same type. Okay. Um, like some weird ass robots. Meticulous. Mental, yeah. mental robot. It was real good. Yeah. Honestly, I think everyone should see it. The trailers don't do it just justice. Hmm. Well, Wait. Uh, like, what are you gonna I say? I was like, what other trailer did I see recently? Uh, well, like, I was gonna say the Mandy trailer came. Yes, out. Mandy. That's it. I posted about it because I watched it that's fifteen Nicholas times. Cage, right? Yes. Did you see it? I did see it. Oh fuck! It looks so good, and I. Who I is feel the like, Who is the director of that? Hannes Cosmatos, and he yeah. directed a movie, one of my favorite movies of the past 10, 15 years. Called Beyond the Black Rainbow. I have not seen that. Get oh, high man. as fuck and watch yeah. Beyond the Black Rainbow. You guys, that's what you guys should do. Yeah. yeah, just go home, get high as shit, and then watch this movie. Because it's, it's like one of those movies that, like, I mean, you watching it sober, you feel high. So, okay. like, yeah. but it is, he's, he's got a very, like, specific style, like, yep. very retro style. Um, but, like, his dad was the guy who directed Cobra, since we were talking about oh, during Oh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he, like, he's just in a completely different direction as far as, like, the type of movies he wants to make. Beyond the Black Rainbow did not, like, do business at all. You know, when you see it, you go, oh, it is really good. The soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, it's not for, I guess, the masses as you... But Mandy is, like, looks like a more faster-paced version of, like, the same style. And it has Nicolas Cage, so you feel like, uh, you know, it's familiarized. And then also Andrea... Shit, I can't remember her last name, but she's in um, <clears throat> she's in Black Mirror, that crocodile episode. Okay. Ooh. And then she's also in um, fuck that movie. So is Batman Michael Keaton. What? I what? I can't remember the name. Well, of Batman's it. dad's in it too. Batman from Batman Begins. <laughs> Wait, dad's who is Batman's dad in it? The guy who's in the man. <laughs> Bruce Wayne Senior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Batman yeah. Senior. Yeah. Um, you know the guy who gets fucking shot that kind of you know makes the whole movie like happen. Yeah. Well, that guy's him. Also, that oh guy. shit! You no, know, I just realized the guy who shot him is also in it. In Mandy. Weird. Wait, yes. really? Yeah. And Rich- speaking of getting shot, today's episode. <laughs> yeah. No, Richard, Richard Drake, <laughs> who was um, who was the guy who killed. Uh, the Waynes in Batman Begins. He's also in that awful Rob Zombie movie, 31. He's the only good part of it. I didn't see that It's still. terrible, but he's really great, <laughs> and he's in it. 
And so with are, Bill Duke... Are you talking... Um, um, sorry, Tim Burton Batman? Or, no, I'm talking or, about Christopher Nolan Batman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, not the guy who looks creepily like <laughs> Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, I know who that guy. You can't forget that guy's face. But you don't. But nobody knows who he is. I don't know who he is. Hey, um, kid. Um, yeah. That chick though, she's in um, Birdman. That's the other movie she's in besides Black Mirror. That's the only thing. Far out. She plays like she's kind of pregnant with his baby. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. she's great. Honestly, she has sure. this really great. But Nicholas Cage. I know. What's the last but, thing he's done? Okay, wait. Nicholas Cage? Did you watch Mom and Dad? Mom and Dad. Oh, did we watch that? Hi, my, my girlfriend Rebecca's here as well. Hi. Mom and Dad mm-hmm. with Nicholas Cage? Did we watch that? Um, yeah, we did. It was really right? it Oh, yeah, was. we did. It was, it I think we, I talked about shit. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the parents. I, I enjoyed that movie. It was well, great. that made, I feel like Nicholas Cage has been like far off a little bit because he's just doing shit to get, you know, to Well, like, he's been uh, acting crazy in movies where he shouldn't be acting crazy, and now yeah. he's getting to act crazy in movies where he should be acting crazy. Yeah, and I'm I'm here for it, honestly. Oh, yeah. That's I'm totally here a, for it. He's he's at his best when he's so over the top, but only when it's yeah. when it calls for it, you know? He, mm-hmm. he is, like, yeah, he he is an actor, like, uh, you know, a lot of people do YouTube and all that shit. He's a mainstream actor that embraced his meme. Yes. Like, I got fucking memed and <laughs> yeah. embraced it. And, like, that's all, you know, people say that. If that shit happens to you, you should probably Just embrace it because you can't yeah. fight it. What are you, no one's going to take well, your shit named, seriously. I mean, he also named this kid Kal-El. Well, <coughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He's, he's not operating And with... he was like a super Elvis freak. Remember, he married Lisa Marie Presley that's because right. he was obsessed with Elvis. Yeah, I, I like uh, it. Has, has nobody seen I, a video of him and Vince Neil? Yeah. It's one of the no. greatest things oh, yeah, in the yeah, world. I've, I don't think I've ever seen it. Well, just look Google or uh, YouTube. I'm so excited. I have a friend who saw him in New Orleans. Yes. And he was shit-faced. This is years and years and years ago. Uh-huh. And I guess there's these two ladies, like, at the bar. And I don't, I've never told this story in a podcast, so enjoy it, Internet. <laughs> and Nicolas Cage walked up shit-faced and pointed at one of them and went, You're a contender. And then pointed at the other one, the friend, the ugly friend, and went, And you're not. <laughs> and it was just like, Woo! Nicolas Cage moment. Dude, That's how amazing. fucking insulted would you be if Nicolas Cage was like, you're not even a fucking no, no. contender. I don't not know. Even. I think I would be... I'd be <laughs> you like, would be. I would be jazzed no matter what. I'd be Me? like... Oh my god, I, I, mean, I love that story so much. Yeah, it's just weird and just short and easy. It's just yeah. fucking weird Nicholas moment. Cage, Contenders. The Contender, dude. So I've been, I've been quoting that shit for ten years. I want to see him now in person. Well, yeah, YouTube the video of You're Vince Neil. You're a Contender. Where Vince Neil, some girl, come, some woman comes up to oh, Vince uh, to Nicholas Cage, ignores Vince Neil. Vince, they're both drunk, by the way. Vince Neil gets pissed off I'm and like smacks her. Ew. Ew, really? Yeah, and Nicholas Cage Didn't is he like... kill someone? Nicholas, yes, he did. Nicholas Cage <laughs> grabs him. He did, though. He, I know, I know. Like, he's a murderer. Vince Neil's a murderer. But Nicholas Cage like grabs him and is like, calm down, calm I down. I have seen and that. And then Vince Neil's just like... That was recent. And the video... Really? Is, yeah, the video seems to end with them hugging and Vince Neil being like, I love you, man. And Nicholas Cage... It's like two of the worst people you want to be around drunk drunk together and it's like wow yeah. that's amazing I, Nicholas Cage, I saw Nick Cage at the Guns N' Roses reunion there you go fuck yeah is he, he single was, what's up yeah he was with Jim Carrey no he's married to the lady who <laughs> oh, had he's his bear, who's bore uh, bore his <laughs> Kal-El mm. no he's not yes he is the Asian lady Oh, he is. Yeah. Well, why do I know that about Nicholas Cage? A, I don't know why um, you know that. I don't know. Um, this is why people get the behind-the-scenes guy with the Google. Yeah. Give me a check on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you uh, can you just back me up here for a minute? Nick Cage married Rebecca. <laughs> Alice Kim. Oh, wow. I like 
this. I like this situation. Quick TV news. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you? He- oh, actually, a quick news in general. So they've <laughs> already started filming the uh, new version of Pet Cemetery. I've heard about that, and I saw the cast. John Lithgow as, uh, as, uh... Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Honestly, it sounds better than I thought it was going to be. It's gonna be awesome. John Lithgow is way cooler than I thought growing up. Yeah. I remember from, like, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, exactly. But then I was too young to give a shit about anything else he did. Yeah. But he's the man, Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Um, I watched a really shitty movie with him, uh, a month ago called... It was an old 90s film that I'd always wanted to see called Ricochet. Mm. Yes! And maybe if yes! I had seen it when I was younger, I would have been like, this movie's amazing! Is, is it good? It's, it's not. Yeah, stands out. Yes! It's old now and no, it's not good. No, it is good. It will <laughs> be good. But the guy who directed Ricochet directed the first Highlander and there's a scene yeah. where John Lithgow's in prison fighting Jesse Ventura oh my and God, they're, the body. They, they're pretty much yeah. reenacting the sword fight. I mean, they are in, in from Highlander and you're like, it's recycled. Um, it's so awesome. But, um, so they're, they're doing that. They're making the Pet Cemetery movie. Uh, it has already started filming. I don't know why I'm on yeah. Steam King Kit. You know what? I tried to watch that again last night, and I really just didn't like it. I'm gonna watch it again. I, I, I'm not not the original. No, the, 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 the new, it, the new, new one. one. Yeah. Um, I like there's parts of it that I. The, I don't like. I, I mean, it has. It is a good scary movie for like modern times. It's very jumpy. But I don't like sounds, you know? And there's that part where he's in the basement and it's like all watery and he's like, you'll float too. And then it morphs into like, there's no float too. And I no, hate it. There's I hate no, <laughs> there's no build up though. There's no dread. I know. It's, it's all not, jump scares. And it it's is all, all like, jump scares. And that, that's not what I wanted from that. But um, they are making a TV series out of Nightbreed. What? Yeah. Mm. So uh, I don't know how that's got, I'm going to feel about that. I mean. I like love sci-fi it. channel but does, or does he have like anything to do with that? I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, but who who directed it? Clive Barker. Yeah. Clive Barker. Okay. And that's, yeah. If he has something to do with it, I might be more inclined to like it. <laughs> and then well, and then here's the update that, uh, and this this is good because we're actually on top of this. Um, on Friday thirteenth, uh, remember I talked to you about how Joe Bob Briggs was going to return to Shutter for a one oh, last. Yeah. So on Friday thirteenth, he's doing a twenty four hour marathon starting at six p.m. Eastern time, three p.m. on live. On yeah, so Shutter. If you want, if you go on Shutter, they, the they have like the, the app, or you know they'll have like they have like their channel that just yeah. constantly streams. So he's gonna do the last drive-in, which is um, twenty-four hours. He's doing all you know. He's obviously curated the movies, but like since there's no commercials, they're just gonna inter- like splice him into movies like here and there, and like him doing his Joe Bob oh, shtick wow. and like giving. That's the, awesome. That's on Friday thirteenth. So I already took the day off prior to finding out about this. I'm going to an escape room, and then I was like. Joe Bob, a great. So yeah, like no, no, no. Now I'm doing the escape room in the day, in the morning, and then I'm gonna go watch. You know, that's awesome. Good Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna veg out and watch uh, Joe Bob. I got the T-shirt already, or I ordered already. It's <laughs> Did great. you? Yeah. To, to wear it's, it? It's, it's the same. It's, it's the same Joe Bob shirt that I have, except for they like they they made him older and like it says you know Dude, the last drive. Awesome. It's gonna be so cool. That is cool. Um. So that's that's you the know? that's the big news that I. Walked well, in with. Okay, so for comic fans, uh, people, Joe Hill, who's also, um, he's written other things like Horns, um, but he wrote this comic called Lock and Key, which is like this horror comic, but I heard Netflix is going to pick that up, so that's other news, that the pilot went to Netflix. Now, there already was a pilot years ago with Fox, but this is before The Walking Dead, you know? Yeah. And I feel like The Walking Dead really gave comics their, like, TV positioning. 
Um, yeah. And there's some been some bad shit. Let me. I still fucking hate Preacher. It is so bad. I'm bothered. It's an abomination. It's my favorite okay? comic book of all time. We're yeah. To watch it. You shouldn't because you will want to die after it. But I have faith in Lock and Key. I really do. Joe Hill. His dad seems famous. <laughs> Joe Hill's um, famous dad is Stephen King. Yeah. Um, who we, we, we just talked covered. about yeah. two seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wanted to bring that up, too, because I'm hopeful for Netflix bringing it. Now, Netflix has a, a good amount of Marvel shit, and some of it's decent, but they have a lot of content. Not all of it's good, but I still have faith that Lock and Key will be something awesome. Yeah. I, I, I imagine it will be. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I think the pilot they're gonna, that Netflix picked up was the one they shot for who else? AMC? Yeah. And they're just like, the AMC was like, nah, or whatever it was, was like, nah, and then Netflix was like, yeah, well, we'll that's take scary because Netflix and seems to be picking up a lot of bullshit lately. That's too. what, that's true. What, exactly. So the fact that AMC <laughs> turned it down and Netflix is but, like, well, we'll take your yeah, run over bullshit. No, but, but, but some of the stuff that's like, there's a lot. I watched this movie, Open House, the other day on Netflix and it is fucking trash. Yeah. It is terrible. Can't um, wait to watch it. But I think you should just to hate yourself <laughs> for rip, two hours. Rip on it, yeah. I, I definitely really was mad at the end of that. It's a horror but, movie? Yeah, and yeah. it's so bad. Um, it's called Open House. Please watch Open it. House. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the, some of the TV shows are I mean, actually Punisher really well done. But See, well, yeah, exactly. Really good. But Netflix, the thing Punisher, with Netflix is Daredevil. Yeah. They're going to be, they're, they're trying to transition from, you know, movie streaming to like having their own content. So that's why I think they are I, picking up a bunch of stuff. Of yeah. course it is. No, because Even TV's YouTube, dying and yeah. Netflix right. is going to be the new future. But it is funny, like. Everyone, it's like a, it's like a war right now between like Hulu and Amazon Prime yeah. and Netflix yeah. to grab all this content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So certain shows are getting picked up that have no business even being produced. Yeah, that's true. Because they're freaking out. Like fucking nailed it is like a cooking show that's been added to, to Netflix, uh-huh. and it's like one of the worst things I've ever seen. Like I wouldn't watch a YouTube channel of it, let alone a fucking well, that's Netflix what series. Matt was saying too, because he's like, yeah, I've written a bunch of stuff, but none of it's. You know, people are buying right now. It's just no one's really <laughs> doing Offer anything it. with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's really funny, honestly, TV. But I've been waiting for a Lock and Key series, and yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I won't be disappointed like Preacher. Yeah, I, Which I mean, is trash. it is. <laughs> Fuck you, Seth. Well, Logan. it looks like tra- yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really does. It was just like, of all people, give me a fucking break. Although I am, I thought I will say okay. this. I am excited for the boys uh, when Amazon. Oh yeah, that's out. right. I did hear that the boys, also from Garth Ennis, who did Preacher, okay, um, is being produced, which I back. But it's the it's I the, could be wrong. The premise of the boys is it's a bunch. It's like um, superheroes exist in the real world, but like the way they come across their powers is through like a certain like drug but like they take this drug and then like they have these superpowers but like the me the public knows about them like they they create sensationalized stories like he came from another planet he's this but they're really just regular people but and then they had to come up with a a police to police yeah to make sure that they weren't gonna they they didn't cross over because they were super yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah exactly right (laughs) and so like um, oh that's like plausible if that ever happened that would definitely be yeah yeah like there would be have to be someone to police these people and And, and it's pretty it's like the same problem I I, well the, the reason why I was like when I heard Preacher was getting done by AMC I was like how are you going to fucking tell this story, which is full of tons of sex, tons of violence, some, like, sometimes... Anti, anti, very... Anti-religion. Yeah. Also, like, there's just some things, like, I mean, spoiler alert for people who haven't read the comic books, but there's even a scene where, like, an old guy's fucking meat. 
Do you remember that? Yeah, see? Okay, yeah. I thought they were going to show it. I don't, here's the thing. I didn't know they got uh, that far so far in Preacher. Well, no, they started. They, oh, it's a okay, mess. Okay, I don't even know. But that. yeah, anyway, my, shout out to my friend Kyle, though, who actually watched part of the second season for me because we were. I was going to be like, yeah, I'll have you on the show. And he said it's trash anyway, so <laughs> we couldn't watch it. But they, they kind of, they definitely softened it up. Um, there's very, like, anti-religious views, and I was wondering how they would translate to TV, and they just fucking went out, they rewrote them. Yeah. And instead of actually having that content in TV, which could have been really great. They just it up a little bit. That's yeah. the thing is that it was They never- just omitted half of his story, so it, he's not, like, technically anti- at least in the first season. Well, the whole premise of Preacher is that, like, he gains this, like, he's a, he's a, uh, former preacher, you know, chain-smoking, former preacher who sure, loves Tommy. She, she did see the television show. Well, so, uh, when I I'm working... I but I knew nothing about the all, the that's, whole idea that's, that's different, that. though. Yeah. When you're, like, a purist. So, the whole know? idea is that, they, that God, um, you know, he's got this, like, ability, you know, he gets, he, like, gets kind of taken over or, like, shares the, the... It's hard to describe, but anyway, long story <laughs> short, he's got this, like, he's kind of possessed, sort of, by this, like, this sentient being that, like, and that's what makes him have the voice of, you know, like, whenever he says something, okay. in a certain way, he can make people do stuff. But anyway, he's well, trying to find God to figure out what happened, but God's, like, abandoned. To confront God. Yeah, yeah, yeah be like, Yeah, God no. will abandon his post, so, yeah. then he, so he's like, fuck this guy. Yeah, Like, fuck how the God. fuck do you yeah. fucking do this? I'm gonna find you, and I'm gonna make you answer for that. So it's this guy who's, like, going on this fucking, like, quest to, like, make God answer for, like, his bullshit. And yeah. you're like, Whoa! And then there's a vampire, and his girlfriend's a fucking yeah. Like, and then there's that scene of killers, and it's like yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it, but the thing is that like it's it's violent, it's dark. Yeah, it's it was never. I don't think it because it was should ever have been a TV show because the only way to do it right is to have all that stuff that like America would be like no 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 no. It, it, needs, something. it needs to be X rated. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 basically. But, but it needs to be like what I mean is that like you know if, if they did it the way they they did in the comic books, you would have people protesting, being like anti God. No 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 no. What, I don't. What about a listen, movie? Well, that's what I think they were originally gonna do. Uh, but how do you thing, do it as a fucking movie? It, well, it couldn't. It would have to be long. a multi series. It would have to be like I don't know three anything movies. About the comics, Why not so. Netflix though? They should. Well, that that's out. what. So that's it what finally it yeah. finally got picked up by AMC. Got it. But they, I, it, it was in talks for years, for years, because it he wrote it in the nineties. Yeah, and at one point, Mark Stephen Johnson, who was going to, do, who did direct that first Daredevil movie and that first Ghost Rider with this fucking garbage director. He was gonna he was gonna be the showrunner when they were gonna try to do it on HBO. But the cool idea was he wanted to shoot every issue as an episode oh, and have other people come which in. Which would have like, been that's like a fucking awesome. Yeah. Like yes. Quentin Tarantino, he wanted to, he was like well, imagine an episode directed by Quentin Tarantino. Right, you know all these I'm different not a, people. I'm not I'm not like the biggest comic book guy, but if a show went episode. For, yeah. for yeah, you know, book it's phenomenal. It's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, like they're. I mean, like I, I think miniseries are the way to go. Like they're doing Watchmen as a miniseries, and I'm actually behind that because I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> well, speaking of because they're doing our, it now, they changing the date. Our neighbor just got hired for that show. Yeah. So, no, really? Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome that he's working on it. But they set the time period to now. Yeah, the time period is now instead of. Yeah, but we've already seen that you can't take. Oh my you, right, god! All right, anyway, anyway. <laughs> but speaking of comics, speaking book of movies, comic books, hey, actually, I want everyone to know that this shit would be going on if we weren't recording too. This is how it just. Yeah, goes. we pretty much. This is this is an all the time occurrence. I love it. Um, speaking of comic book movies, mm-hmm. 
we decided to do one of the rare 90s comic book movies that I feel like actually made it. That's actually good. I mean... Well, it's not a superhero movie. It, I it's didn't not. say a superhero movie. No, 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 movie. I know. I'm saying that. I mean, like, that's like, I think that when people hear comic book movie, they go... Yes, Especially yeah. with Marvel nowadays. That's oh, yeah, they think everything's going to be... Though he does have superpowers. That's true. That's I why... That's why there's like a supernatural aspect of it, which sure. it teeters on the horror side, because this is more like a crime drama yeah. than it is horror, but it has those like really poignant pieces that make it kind of a horror movie, which is why yeah. we're covering it. Yeah, what um, did we mention what movie it is? I was getting All right, to it. Anyway, it's a crow. <laughs> C-R- yeah. O W. <laughs> the Crow. We randomly, not any of the other ones, which we'll talk about a little bit later. <laughs> oh, yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. yeah, we will, Edward. <laughs> oh, Eddie Furlong, my baby boy. Um, so, quick rundown of the plot. Yes. It's, uh, this, it's, it differs a little bit from the comic book, but the, the both of them are similar. Yes. Guy gets murdered. Guy and his wife, his, his girlfriend or his fiance, they get murdered. She gets raped and murdered. He gets murdered. Uh, a year later, he comes back um, from the dead and um, gets revenge. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's basically the comic book, and that's basically the movie. Um, they, Like I said, they, they differ a little bit, whereas in the comic book, it's more of like a, like kind of like a gang that's just kind of like on a joyride, mm-hmm. you know? And um, the comic book is really just him fucking like going just after these guys, wasting them. There's no, like, you never once in the comic book go... Oh, is he ever gonna do this? It's not about that. It's just about it's yeah. purely like this was the He's the, angry, he has a he wants revenge. James O'Barr, the guy who yeah. created it, his uh, he was his fiance was murdered. In real life. By a, yeah. oh, no, not murdered, but like hit by a drunk driver and he was fucking sucked, yeah. And he was angry and then he was he was stationed in Berlin, I believe, military, and he was uh, doing like combat drawing and stuff like that. And he heard a story about a of uh, a, a, like a like a woman who yeah, got like murdered. Yeah, two. I think a yeah. couple that got murdered. So he like yeah. So he like kind of took his his pain, pain. And, yeah. and and this story, and he created this comic book, and hoping that it was gonna be like you know I'm just gonna get it all out. But it, all it did was just like when you read it, it's just it's it's fucking angry. It's it's very sad, you know. Yeah. Um, it's also like you know. He was very much into. It doesn't. This comes as no surprise. Very much into the cure. Yeah, much into Joy Division. In Joy Division. That's yeah. it's so apparent. Yeah. Which is us. So before we actually get into the movie, but this the whole trifecta, the comic, the movie, the soundtrack, literally changed my life. As like oh, yeah, a ten year old who saw this in the movie theater, I was like, yeah, whoa, like this is what I literally started yeah. wearing combat boots. I would like cut all my like nylons up. Like, yeah, we, we talked about this when we did. Yeah. we talked about soundtracks. Like, yeah, I saw this in the theater as well, and like it was great because it was like you know shitty theater in New Jersey. My my. The, the theater just let me and my friend in. Like, like we asked for the tickets. They looked over our shoulder. My friend's dad was in the car, and he just, like, waved us yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. And, like, I came back that weekend. I was talking to other friends of mine, and I was like, I just saw The Crow. And they were like, well, we saw The Flintstones. And I was yeah. like, ha, ha, ha. Viva but, the Rock Vegas. Yeah. But that movie, <laughs> but The Crow did. It, it like, it opens, like, you know, because, like, you hear, like, Nine Snails, and you're like, yeah. oh, wow, that sounds really cool. And someone's like, you know, that's a Joy Division song. And you're like, Who's Joy Division? It, it opened doors for younger yeah. kids. Yes. Dude, that in Pantera's song on the soundtrack, yeah. it's not in the movie, but it's the badge. It's a Poison Idea song. And yeah. Rollins, Rollins Band covers Suicide. Uh, suicide. Yep. And yeah. then also Nine Inch Nails Ghost covers Rider. Uh, oh, I'm a, I didn't yeah. even, yeah. I didn't even put, I didn't put together. <laughs> you know, at, at 10, no. I had no, no, no idea. No, no, because right? I have that, that oh. fr- what is it, uh, Frankie, uh, the suicide song. Yeah. Frankie Teardrop. Frankie Teardrop. Like, 
I found that and I got that album and I uh-huh. got, and I have Ghost Rider and I it didn't, didn't even sound yeah. like it to me. I'm putting Suicide's it together first now. album is one of the best albums ever made. Yeah. But of course. when I heard that when I heard the soundtrack to the crow and I heard Ron singing, I was like He's singing about the. Com- I mean, it is about the comic book character. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, why is he singing about Ghost Rider in, in this the crow? Movie? Yeah. And then I found out that it was a cover, and like you know, it really did. And it opened my like. That's how I got into like Jesus and Mary Chain. Yes. My oh, yeah. life with the thrill kill call. Yeah, which we talked about. I mean, yeah. I mean, the soundtrack. I, I definitely. I Eric's wearing a shirt of the soundtrack. Oh yeah. Oh, by oh the way, God, for, it's brilliant. for the audio podcast, guys, yeah. I wore my um my crow soundtrack. T-shirt with on the back of the track listing, yeah. so we yeah, were yeah. like pointing yeah, at later. when certain songs came in. Um, it's but, great. The um, but definitely the Stone Temple Pilots. That, yes, like Big Empty was one of the biggest songs on the planet and at the it, time. That's a weak link in the album, but it's still even well, for it's like the second song in the credits. Yeah, and so yeah. it's not even in the actual movie. But the fact that that song it was is actually on a movie it, though. Is, is it? it again? Yes. Wait, yes. where? Okay, so when... <laughs> See, this is why they do when, this. When, when they're... When, you remember in the very beginning when, like, you know, T-Bird and his gang are, like, they set up... They, they attack the arcade. Rebecca's like, I want to do that. Yeah. You know, that whole thing? <laughs> um, it, when they're when they're driving and they drive by Ernie Hudson, um, that's what's playing uh-huh. in their car. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, it is. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. I, oh, that's I'm great. Like, on, like, I the radio. Obs- I was obsessed with this movie, obviously, when I was a kid, mm. so I had not like... Well, yeah, we, we yeah. talked about how familiar every line is. Like, I think we have seen this so many times that I know it by heart. Before they released videos that you could, like, buy of this, like, my, my dad had found a copy of it. Like, it was like a rent... You know, because back in the day when they would, you know, certain videos, they would only make X amount for rental houses... They yeah. wouldn't make them for like mass consumption, but like so for it took years for the crow to actually come out on video where you can buy it. Oh crazy! But my dad had found a copy of it, like not even a previously viewed one. But so you've seen it more than probably most people. So I watched it so <laughs> religiously, and like to the point where I remember in the very beginning of the fucking movie there was a trailer for Mother's Boys, which you watched yes. recently. Okay, yeah, we talked about that, and we were talking about how the post credits had that yep. interview with Brandon Lee mm-hmm. after he died, talking yeah. about like the film. Um, and his role as Eric Draven. Yeah, so um, Alex Proyas, um, who I don't think he directed anything. I think this was, this was his debut film. I don't know if he did music video stuff or anything like that. He comes on. He comes on board. Now this movie was a passion project for Brandon Lee. Yeah, and you could tell because like I like Brandon Lee a lot. He's very likable. But if you've seen his other stuff, it's not. It's not. He's good, but he's whatever. But this one, because he wanted to do, he it. wanted yeah. this so bad. Like he got this story. So he's a fan of the comic book. He was a fan of the comic book. He, you know, and he talked about that a lot in like interviews during the making of, where he was just like he was very uh, adamant about certain things from the comic book being in the movie. He was a big fan. He became friends with James O'Barr, yeah, whose life took another shitty turn when Brandon Lee, you know, obviously everybody knows died, Brandon Lee died yeah. during the making of this movie. So like you know. This guy, you know, he loses his girl for his fiance, and he writes this comic book to try to like work through the pain. They they're gonna make a movie out of it. Brandon Lee comes on board. Him and James O'Barr become very tight. Yeah. And then Brandon Lee gets killed, and James O'Barr, you know, it's just like, like if just I like, didn't do fuck. that, we'd go. and then yeah. what further indignity is they make like two other Crow movies that are really bad. But uh, we'll get into that in a second. Sure. I'm just saying that this guy's life has not been easy. No, no, and uh, and the Crow, the comic book, was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but this movie, yeah. even now, I think is still really good, it and is. it's it's hard not to be partial. I will say it's uh it's definitely left its footmark in pop culture because yeah. I've seen The Crow probably once or twice my whole life, mm-hmm. but I've been listening to the soundtrack since I was ten. Right. Yeah, so yeah. So it's remained a part of my life. Yeah. And for you guys with the comic book as as well, like for something that only had one actual good movie in the franchise, like 
Yeah. We'll talk about the other ones later. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, and, and, and after rewatching as a 33-year-old adult, I did not mind that movie. It's pretty badass. Yeah. It's, We're like, it's I'm always badass. I'm always yeah. looking for the worst in movies. It's well, just how I am, and I, I liked it. I think because it... it you know, like one, like visually, it's very like it's per. I mean, it's like it's not. I wouldn't say it's like. I, I mean, when I say Blade Runner esque, I don't mean like the future, but it's like the the whole the it's a bit place, epic. the city yeah. becomes an atmosphere, yeah. is its own atmosphere. That's really, uh, you know, with the rain and like you know, um, yeah, and it's just very dark and like it, it really it takes you to a, like when you watch Blade Runner. And I, I compare these two for sure. a reason. But when you watch yeah. Blade Runner, even though it's futuristic. It still feels like a world you can live in. Yeah. yeah. And this one does too, where it doesn't feel like this, like, it... it well, yeah. It feels very livable. Night. Yeah. You were talking about, like, oh, yeah, that looks like Detroit. Like, dark and shitty and rainy and yeah. smelly. And blown shit know? blowing up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, that, that looks exactly like Detroit. But I think the other reason why this movie is so... Does so well, or is still holds up, is because of the cast. Yeah. It's Br- like... Brandon Lee, baby Brandon boy. Lee. Um, and then you've got David Patrick Kelly, who... You were, like, Eric was mean, like, is that the guy from the Warriors? Yeah. yeah. He's in the yeah. Warriors. He's in uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah. Um, let's see. Michael Wincott, who, like, in the 90s, he fucking owns the 90s as far as villains and everything, go. yeah. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Strange Days. And then he, even, like, when not being a villain, but in the movie Basquiat, like, he's great. Um, then you've got um, John Polito, who, like, showed up in a lot of Coen Brothers stuff back, you know, in the 90s, like, Barton Fink. Big Lebowski, very uh, briefly, and then uh, Miller's Crossing. But he plays Gideon, the pawn shop owner. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then who else? Uh, Ernie Hudson. The, yeah, of my, course. The best. Yeah. The most underused actor of all time, I think. Honestly, probably only cop I back. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, but... but <laughs> all cops are bastards except, except for Ernie Hudson. Except Ernie in the corrupt. Right. That's true. Um, and then, um, yeah, even his boss is a dick. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's the type of cop I expect. And he's in a bunch of shit, too. Yeah, he is. He was in Cobra. Cobra, yeah. yeah. Um, and I can't remember his character's name in this movie, but Tony Todd, Candyman, yes. is in this movie. He's in it. And he's placed uh, Michael Wincott's, like top henchman and then there's like the guy who played um I want to say Lawrence Mason I think is his name he was in Hackers he played uh yeah Nikon and then I want to give out a special shout out though to Michael Massey who I think is a fantastic actor whose life was completely changed from this movie he was the guy who played Funboy yeah yeah. and um interesting sub note like side side note we'll talk about this in a second too is that Funboy in the comic book a lot of his characters model I mean Funboy in the comic book and, the, and in the movie are identical. Almost. Yeah. But um, the the in the comic book he was based off of Iggy Pop. Oh man. Which we'll get into. Which the, Iggy Pop yeah. is yeah. in. Yeah. And Iggy Pop was supposed to was what they wanted him to one. play Funboy in this one, but he couldn't because of tour commitment. So Michael Massey comes in. Michael Massey, you might have seen him in, in um, Lost Highway. Oh yeah. He plays Andy. He play. He's, he's got nine inch nails on that soundtrack too. Yeah. Chuck yeah. well, produced it. Oh jeez, yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Michael Massey's also know. in the in uh, seven for like a hot minute. He plays like the owner of the weird. Yes, sex yes, place. yeah, yeah. I remember. And if you guys ever watched Carnival, he was in Carnival. Um, he was a great actor, but he had actually given. I mean, like after the Crow, he'd given up acting for I think two or three years. Like he was just like fucked up, fucked up because yeah. he was. It, was, it wasn't his fault. He, yeah, I think yeah, it wasn't his fault. But he was the one. Yeah, you know because like you know again what happened was the story goes. There was a little bit of a, a gunpowder. Not well, no. There was gunpowder. That there was a little bit of like shrapnel, shrapnel from, yeah. like, from a, a dummy blank. Yeah, yeah. A dummy bullet. And yeah. when they fired the blank, it shot. Like he wasn't actually killed with a bullet. He was killed by the shrapnel. Yeah. yeah. Brandon Lee. Um, but Michael Massey was the one who pulled the trigger, and like, 
you know, even though it wasn't his fault, he carried the guilt of like feeling yeah, like killing really killing this guy. Yeah. But, he, but he didn't yeah, do exactly. it. But it was like he was, you know, and like, and and it's not, you know, he ended up coming back to acting. He did great, you know, but like, and he was on Twenty Four. That's right. He was a big oh, deal on Twenty Four. I guess I don't know. I don't know either, but I, know, <laughs> I know he was a big deal on it. But um, <laughs> but like he could have been. I I I've like I thought he could always be bigger. He yeah. Always been, sure. He passed away like two years ago. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. he did. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, put a shit. Damper on, on yeah. Of things. I didn't know he passed away. So this movie was like marred in tragedy. Yeah. He, like from the beginning, from when it was made before it was made into a comic book to like even made into. I mean, it's like oh, it's yeah. kind of creepy how like. I mean, even the girl. That's played, why it has like major cult status. Exactly. You know, because, folklore has yeah. a, like a cool attachment to it. Yeah. Like, it's just one of those things. Yeah. But I, I, sure. uh, but I think it like you know it definitely like you were saying like the the movie the sound I mean I remember the comic book before the movie because I got like and I was like a big comic book geek as a kid and there was like those like comic book preview magazines and they had like a preview for the third issue of the oh, miniseries yeah. and it was like yeah. black and white and it said like for mature audiences only and I was like whoa what's that you know like and you know and, and you see the, ma- the the makeup and everything like that but yeah like this movie um, this movie this comic book the soundtrack everything really did it left an impression it made a lot of people who they are today you yes know? I yep, mean it really absolutely. like it really popularized the goth movement in the 90s which was like you know the goth slash 100% industrial. it was yeah. like it still affects goth culture, man. Yeah. And the funniest part about it is, like, as a goth icon, mm-hmm. he's still Bruce Lee's kid. Yeah. Which yes. is so mind-blowing. Being like, dude, one of the biggest goth cult icons yeah. ever, ever is, is Bruce Lee's kid. But I mean, like, yeah. this movie, like, infla- I mean, it's funny yeah. because, like, <laughs> it, infl- it infiltrated such a popular culture, like, um, even in professional wrestling, there was even a wrestler who dressed up. It was Sting, right? Yeah, Sting. Yeah. He, like, dressed up as, like, he yep. had the... You know the crow makeup. I mean, like, and then like I think. I yeah. I think I wore black lipstick. Listen, my mom. I had to sneak it into school because my mom would not let me leave the house at ten years old with black lipstick. But I put that shit on, and, and I would have drawn a. <laughs> and I already said when, they, when yeah. we talked about soundtracks that I had wished that I had a girlfriend who something terrible happened to, so I could listen <laughs> to the Cure and be brooding and be like, you know, sad and like it can't rain all the time, you know, like as I wipe a tear from my like, you know, yeah. I, like <laughs> eyes with eyeliner and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. Uh, that's what I yeah, wanted. The, I was uh, I was too chubby to be that goth <laughs> and sexy growing up. Forever ninety four goth. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, and there, and like, I, I, there's a few moments where I'm like, I get like, I, I cringe now. Like, I really do do hate that line where he's like, "It can't rain all the time." It's like, sure. oh, but it's perfectly cheesy it, in the it, right. Yeah, I know, I know. It adds some like human, you know, to yeah. Him. But it's also like, you know, it's it's almost like a more. Was that in the comic? No. Okay, so but that's why it might be a bit funny. Well, I, I, the other thing is, in the comic book, the, the little girl... You would never probably say that in the comic book either, right? The little girl, well, Sarah's not really... A, I mean, there's a little girl in it for like a, that he has no connection to, that he meets, and her mom is an sure. addict. But they like, kind of, yeah. But they, like, they, they, they made changes for the movie, but it works, because like, if you read the, the comic book, is really just him going one by one after all these guys. Revenge, and, like, yeah. There's yeah. no fucking, like, there's no Subplots drama. and shit, yeah. There's no subplots. There's no, I mean, there's, like, he meets a little girl. He, he like, you know, he... He, um, the whole scene with the mom and everything like that, but... Yeah, but she's mostly in it to, to humanize yeah. Yeah, but who like, he is. Right, but in the comic book, there's just, like I said, there's no drama to it. It's There's no, like, is he going to pull this off? It's always, like, you know... And which is just funny, because there's some stuff in the movie that, like, if you notice, like, when we're looking at the the... the the screensaver, the DVD screen, everything mm-hmm. like that. He's got the the electrical tape. Yeah, right. That actually, right, that actually 
makes sense in the comic book because in the comic book, he um, anytime like you know he like he inflicts his own wounds, he can't heal from them. And there's a scene where he's just fucking cutting himself yeah. with oh, a razor, yeah. and so to heal, you know, so he wraps up with electrical tape. There's a cowboy that keeps kind of like you know popping up like a skull cowboy that's basically like kind of like almost like the crow guiding him to like through, through the yeah. whole thing and like um, in the movie they actually had that character he's played by Michael Berryman who was in uh, Hills of Eyes you know the guy who, I know oh, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the guy yeah, the yeah. so he, play, he <laughs> yeah. played they there's a bunch of deleted scenes where he plays the cowboy and his whole purpose of that scene in, the, in that movie was he was going to be like any if if any time that Eric Draven strayed away from his revenge mission like the scenes with Sarah and stuff like that he you know he was making himself he was basically giving he was giving up his hope of ever being able to yeah, like which die makes in peace sense and see. more in the second movie yeah um too which honestly it's like the 90s the late 90s version like came out in the mid 90s 96 but okay. it it has like crow and like deftones are in the movie um, oh, yeah. which I love I love the Deftones but they're in yeah, in, in the movie Chino said all his dreads so you know how old it is I have not so that's another one that the, the soundtrack affected me more than the movie yes I, it's City of Angels right yes, yeah City of Angels I, I've never seen that movie I had no reason to ever oh, see that man. movie growing up it's yeah um, I get it but I ha- <laughs> but like the, the Gold Dust Woman Fleetwood yes. Mac whole cover yeah. is on which it is really White good. Zombie was on it Deftones Corn yeah. was Korn, on it Corn Deftones yeah 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 it just followed up just as as well with the times as yeah. far as soundtrack goes yeah. because they had the shit but I haven't even seen the movie well Iggy Pop is in that one Iggy Pop is in that oh, one. Oh, really um, he plays and he, then he, he plays felt bad the, he plays one of the henchmen <laughs> yeah. he's like fuck he's like I guess I gotta do it well, I mean, the, 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 the movie the second one has a, has another good cast it's got like um, who plays Vin, the crow in it Vincent Perez who's the only part of the movie I don't like and the reason why <laughs> right? and I'll tell you this because in an interview he said he Whoa. shat on the first movie and was like we're making something better we're making something different what it's a like, cornball oh my fucking god <laughs> Like after all the that? shit that just happened, to right? Him. And and honestly, Curse yeah. of the Angels looks really cool. Yeah, uh, Mia Kirshner's in it. And she's great. Uh, Richard Brooks, who's a great character, he plays the villain. Iggy Pop um, plays another villain, um, and he's and the thing, the thing is, I love Iggy Pop. He's as far as like you know, he's one of my heroes. That and, was the best. And uh, and I've seen him in like you know, I love him in Cry Baby. Yeah, I love him in like you know, he shows up in, in coffee and cigarettes, and he's got a few. But he's no good in Crow City of Angels. Like, he's so bad in that movie. I saw the movie twice in the theater because of Iggy Pop. Because that's how much I love him. It is not good. But Richard Brooks also is in other movies that we've done. Yeah. In the uh, Hidden. He's in the Hidden, yeah. He's also in Shocker. Yeah, he's in Shocker, yeah. Um, so, but honestly, I... I, I love him. I like it, but it is not a good movie. There's, like, a weird tattoo scene and, like... But you know who one of the villains is, too? Is uh, Trini, the Yellow Power Ranger. Oh, no yes! Way. She yeah. is. She has a tattoo and she's, yeah. like, putting it in his eyeball. I get yeah. someday. I'll, I'll check that out. It's sure. it's <sighs> if you're feeling very new metally, then that's I'm always <laughs> feeling very new metally. <laughs> the, the, I know. <laughs> I, I took off my cold chamber shirt today <laughs> to wear this crow. We're gonna put shirt. it up because that that shirt. Who made it again? Ah, shit. He was in the. He's in that band Incendiary. Yeah, if you're a hardcore I, punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guitar player, I think, made these. Listen, it's a crow shirt. It. It's a crow soundtrack shirt. Click it's really. At, what is it, at video underscore vampires? Yes. Yeah. And look at it right now. Look you can do fucking that. right now. This will not in real time. Yeah, it might. Yeah. Not when be you there. hear this, you can click. <laughs> on it. Be yeah, because for a second I was like, oh my god, wait, a minute, why are you telling them to do that? Because yeah, right. I was like, oh yeah, we're not live. <laughs> Do it right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, so the, the second one is 
It's not good, but it is kind of good. It looks cool. I mean, like, if you watch the movie with the volume off... There's a couple good new metal movies. Okay, listen. It's The Crow City of Angels, and then it's also Queen of the Damned. I would hear things I don't consider... I know you consider Spawn. Crow City of Angels a new metal movie. I don't. It's, it, is but Spawn it is. a new metal movie? I don't, yes. Spawn is absolutely... <laughs> the ultimate new metal movie. Yo. The <laughs> no. 90s were sick. Ah, uh, well, but anyway, anyway. But back to the original <laughs> Crow. But um, wait, there's also a... Another crow with Edward There's Furlong. Two other crows. Yes. Wait, what's the? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> Edward Furlong's four, right? Yeah. Wait, that's four. So yeah. Wait, what's the third? Is third the one's third one this... David Boreanaz? No, that's the fourth one. The oh, third shit. one has got Eric Mabius and Kirsten <laughs> <Yeah>. Dunst. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst in part three. In part yes. Three. Oh shit! I keep combining them. And then part four is one with Eddie Furlong, uh, David Boreanaz, yes. and Dennis Hopper and Tara Reid. Dude. And, what? Oh yeah, Tara Reid. That's who it is. Um, Did those follow the comic books? No, 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 no. no. Oh, actually, whoa, whoa, whoa actually, he wrote. So, James Omar did write several more, yeah. and other people. Eventually, in the '90s, because the Crow became such a, a popular thing, then they started inviting other people. So, like Poppy Z. Bright wrote a short. They, I remember a, a friend of mine in high school got me a book. We were like sophomores in high school, and this is like this is years after the movie had come out, but I was still, you know. Into I had a giant crow poster on my wall. What a nerd! Uh, I did too. She gave Trust me a uh, she gave me a book. It was like short fiction inspired by James O'Barr's The Crow and Poppy Z. Bright. Yeah. She so, so there's all these. So the fourth movie actually does borrow from one of the stories. So it seems like the sequels are fan fiction, and they should have yes. maybe been on YouTube. Right. Honestly, yeah. yeah. That and, would have been... Yeah. And, and the second one, it's like it's got the little the Mia Kirshner plays the girl from. The first one. Okay. As an older girl, as an older woman. So it comes back to the... It know, does, kind of, but I mean, it's just, just like... Just to head nod it, yeah, maybe. Just got, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, like, it, at the end of the day, nothing... Like, this movie was, like, it was just... It was fucking amazing. It was. This like, was, like, nothing I feel like I'd ever seen before. As a kid... I, yeah. I feel like 1994 was just sick. It was. Like, everything about it that came out was, mm-hmm. like, the best. And it's yeah. definitely because I'm 33 and, like, yeah. remembering how much it impacted me, but, like... yeah. This yeah, like brain it, I, scan starring Eddie Furlong since we were talking about it. <laughs> but back then he was sick. Yeah, back then he wasn't like yeah, exactly. Um, he was doing Terminator, I, he was doing Pet Cemetery. I actually just I re- I rewatched him in uh, Pecker. I don't know if you guys ever saw oh, that. Oh shit. It's I forgot cute. about that. John Waters film. Um but uh yeah, like this so you know, and it's pretty it's pretty violent. Yeah. You know, um it uh and and you know it's funny, as a kid I didn't understand I didn't really quite grasp the gravity of the scenes between, you know, yeah. the flashback scenes, the murder scenes. You were just like, and then when you get older and you kind of realize what's happening, you're like, it's more painful. It's very painful, you yeah. know. Yeah. And it, but it also makes, but the the, the 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 fucked upness of those scenes make the scene between him and Ernie Hudson in his house that much more. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. If I hadn't cried my eyes out during, uh, yeah, you know, well, you never, I would have gotten a little choked up in the Ernie Hudson sure. scene where he's like. You know, Ernie Hudson's character is the cop who, like, stayed by her side the entire time, you know. Well, it's another another part of getting old and becoming softer is when you're a kid, like, you seek out chaos. And and in moments like that, you're like, yeah, it's just bad guys. And, like, you're like, you don't care about anyone but, like, your fucking toys and, like, the crow that you're watching. When you get older and you see that shit and, like, you love someone or, like, feel that way about people and you're like, fuck, like... Yeah, like, yeah wow. because I mean, you feel it a bit more, dude. And so, yeah. and, and it, you know, so it just, it makes me sad. I, here's the thing is that, like, I, you know, they made sequels. Um, they ju- they've been going back and forth for 10 years to, like, try to do a reboot. 
of the of the original. Of this, one, of this one, yeah. And um, did he have a? Did he have a? Is there any other lead? Okay, kids? well, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> recent, more recently, you haven't heard. Uh, there's been rumors that Nick Cave has been up for being director of the Crow remake. What? Yes, you haven't heard this. This is the only. Weird. This is the only remake I'll back if Nick Cave is director. Um, is he, and does he do movies? Well, he's done scores for a lot, and he's produced, uh, what was it, it's not the, is it the Assassination of James, or is it the Proposition? Proposition? He did, I mixed them he up. Pr- he did the scores for both of those. No, but he, he's like, he, he yeah. He might have produced, I don't know. Uh, he either wrote or produced the Proposition, I think it was. Okay. Um, oh, no, but, he, wrote, he wrote the Proposition. Yes, okay, that's it. So, uh, Nick Cave is like a, a writer and a director, I fucking back. If yeah. that's the only way I'll back this crow movie don't do you know talk who, shit about Nick Cave no no I yeah Jason Momoa I heard who I don't th- I like as a person I think he's not the name but yeah, yeah uh, Game of Thrones uh, Call Drogo you know Rebecca she fucking what Call Aquaman in the new Aquaman I but I feel like under Nick Cave's direction anything oh, is possible dude. yeah that okay. right it's like he's, a, he's, a, he's a, he seems like a great guy in real life but I just I don't want them to fucking touch this movie I get it. I don't. It's the, like, oh, the, he's, well, a little, I, he's a little too jacked. Right. He's, no, he's just trying to. I wonder if you drop weight because he, he that, wasn't now always Now that Healthgoth is his thing, though, maybe they're trying to bring. Oh, you know, Healthgoth health is a thing. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, <laughs> no, hashtag Healthgoth. I'm dead. so dead in the goth scene. It's okay. <laughs> we got a bro. Rebecca would know. We got a bro. We have a closet for like two months. But also because, I mean, like this. work. Yeah. This came out in like 94. I don't think the the 80s were still dying in 94. Yeah. You know? They, there were other, you know, it was obviously like, you know. But I mean, like, I guess what I'm saying is that this movie still had some, like, what was great about this, the, the original Crow, was that all of those influences that, um, you know, that James the, the James of Bar had, yeah. they were still, they were still when able to. When he was writing it in the 80s, right? Yeah. yeah. And they were still able to touch upon those, even though they, like, again, Nine Channel's doing a Joy Division song, sure. you know? Yeah. Um, well, they just, they have, having suicide. the cure on it. Having the cure yeah. on it, because, like, huge. there's actually parts in the comic book where he, like, he just writes out the lyrics to, like, you know, the cure song. Yeah, and, oh, really? and, the, yeah. Yeah, and, Joy, and Joy Division. Division. Yeah, exactly. I think there was actually That's chapters. That's brilliant. It's, so, and it's then sick. They, and they melted that with the modern shit. So even, even Rage Against the Machine is on the set. Yes, yes. And it's a How throwaway big? track from their demo. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I don't think they could do oh, the same. Shit, really? I don't think they would do the same thing now. Well, because you, you know have, what I mean. It's hard to. This is how you broke bands like back then. But yeah, you know, a buzzworthy soundtrack. But even like you know, because I, I think that I think I think the music aspect of it, and then the the who the bands are, and that he was influenced by again the Cure, uh, Joy Division. Um, there's a bunch of other bands too. Um, um, Bauhaus. Yeah. yeah. All these bands and stuff like that, like they they play a part in the the, the fabric of this movie, and I think that people are too afraid now to make a movie that and they're they're like, well, we can't go. No one's gonna. None of these fucking kids are gonna know about like. Dip that and, much in the subculture, right? Where, where it's yeah. like, hey, guess yeah. what? When you guys did it in the in 1994, you got a bunch of kids who are really you got into this shit because. Of what you know, what I'm saying like sure. we we found out about these bands, we found out about this culture because you think you think ten year old me knew what the hell the my life of the thrill kill cult was at yeah, ten, and but I, you, this, you're goddamn yeah. right. I looked it up. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I, or, or there's no internet, but like I know, I had, I had my life of the thrill kill cult tapes. Hit hit yeah. Player magazine and shit, noticing it, being yeah. like, I gotta pick up the tape, go to buy. Even like soundtracks were a bit cheaper than yeah. full albums back then too. So not as cheap as like a compilation, which is the way to get music yeah. back then. But like. You know, twelve bucks versus seventeen for a soundtrack that has like some banger bands on it, and then all the filler shit you find out about. Sure. Like, 
It yeah, shaped. Oh man, I still love medicine. Absolutely. I don't have no. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've tried. What, what, what a nineties band name. Too. I tried listening to other stuff, but I, that song will always fucking yeah. like get me. Even like, well, you know, we're all a little bit older. So when you're younger, like, I would highlight bands I didn't know, and then go buy their CD. Like, I even have some old books that like I've yeah. highlighted things that I like didn't know about yeah. before. And it's part of like what the process of why you like something so much. You had, I didn't even own a highlighter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, too poor for that shit. Yeah, fucking highlighters. highlighters. <laughs> um, yeah, so the the crow is iconic for many reasons. I do get why it shouldn't be remade, but if anyone was going to, I'd say Nick. Well, Cage. I also think that the original. What I was gonna say, what I was saying previously, is that Alex Proyas he had not he hadn't directed anything feature film wise before he directed this, and you know it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine a week ago before we even talked about doing this episode. I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were talking about how like because after the crow, his next movie is Dark City. Yeah, which is playing at the Egyptian. I know, and we're going to go, yeah. Yeah. But it's funny, because if you would watch The Crow, and you watch Dark City, and you're like, oh my god, this guy this guy can do no wrong, and then he does iRobot, and you're like, what? And I, then he did, uh, yeah. he did that, like, oh, yeah, he did Gods of Egypt or whatever recently. I, I watched the that. The Will Smith film? Yeah. Yes, iRobot. That I was the director of this? But have you seen, yeah. Dark, have you seen Dark City? Yeah, like, same same thing. Be- it's, be- it's beautiful. It's like, it he, is. he directed two of the best films of the 90s, this and Dark City, and like... This guy just—he could do no wrong, and then I don't hate iRobot. I feel like it's just Will Smith. But it's that's the problem is that like they, when you watch The Crow, you watch Dark City, and then you watch iRobot. You would if somebody told you the plot, like, hey, the guy who did The Crow is doing iRobot. You'd be like, fuck yeah. Well, and then you see it, you go, oh. It well, doesn't feel like I think like the that. directing of Dark City and the Crow is very 90s, though. It is. So sometimes you have to keep up with the times, and maybe he's just not good at that. I don't yeah. know. Like, like bands in the 90s putting out music now that blows. Is it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? What is yeah. it the directing, or is it the content that's 90s? Because I feel like the directing... Well, the directing looked like a fucking music video. That's true. That's true, yes. In the 90s. And, and it's funny that <laughs> yeah. so. the cinematographer had done... Um, had done like concert films. I think he did the Cure concert it's, film. It's a very heavy music-based film. Yes. Yeah. Even in the film itself, that's why it's kind of this whole big whirlwind of one of thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's important too. That I just that it just came to me is that the guy who did the cinematography did did uh, the Crows. He directed or he shot the, the uh, a few Cure, uh, Cure videos. He did. Um, oh really? Yeah, the Cure live at <laughs> Orange. That's See, awesome. that makes so much. That's but, even like, cooler. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like they, it's like it's really weird. Like if you think about it's the Crow. Entity. Yeah, if you think about yeah. the crow and like everything around it is like a family, they kept it in the family. Sure, it's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they kept the music. That, you know, like I bet a lot of people don't know that. That's like really dope. It is know. important too to sure. like the whole. You know, it's like trifecta. Everything yeah. about this movie, right down to the lead actor, it just felt like okay, you get it. You yeah. get this movie. Yeah. And that's why it works. Whereas like I don't feel like you get that often when you take like a something. You know, source material, and you you adapt it to screen. You I feel like, it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like because even though they make changes to the comic book, and I'm usually pretty, you know, we're talking about preacher. I'm a preacher. Yeah. I'm okay with the changes because Same, you know, yeah. and it's like it works right, and because it still gets the point. Yeah. You know, um, but anyway, they deleted Michael Berryman's scenes. <laughs> Just throwing that out. Oh there. yeah, that's weird. Like, they are on the DVD. Them. Yeah, they're on the DVD. Oh, they not are. Not my yeah. DVD. Not your DVD. Not your <laughs> DVD. Not my five dollar Walmart bin DVD. But like but. The, the and the reason behind it wasn't because of, there was two reasons. One, it had nothing to do with Michael Berryman. Michael Berryman's great. You know that's what the director said. But he's like he didn't feel like the effects were good enough for and they just didn't have a lot of time. You know. At well, one point, they yeah. weren't even going to finish the, making this movie. They were going to call it quits. And they actually had to have a meeting and be like, hey. What should we do? And they were all like, you know... Is some of the footage we're seeing not Brandon Lee, right? Oh, yeah. No, actually, I thought they were reshooting 
that part. So a lot of the shit was already shot with Brandon. A lot of the shit was already shot, but the parts that weren't, and you can tell because of the way they do it. You remember the scene where she goes to the house, the apartment, and she's like, "Oh, Eric, I thought you cared," and he's like, "I do care." And then she runs into the silhouette. Well, there was a reason why he's in the shadow. It's not mm-hmm. him because it's not him. Yeah, right. Um, they did. L- luckily, imagine that like your main actor dies, but your your film is so dark. Yeah, that we ha- that you can finish it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you couldn't do yeah. that in any other film. The dude. scene where um, he's putting on the makeup and everything like that. Yeah. You remember when he smashes the or look in the mirror and there's just, that was that was, the, the, that was a body double. They just took a previous take and they took the imagery from that and yeah. they put it in the mirror and stuff like that. So. You can see them getting away with how they got away with certain like things, but the, the other reason why they want they took the scenes out with the cowboy was because um, it just it was it would kill the the pacing of the movie. You know? Yeah. Sarah gets kidnapped. The whole that. idea of the, the, the sure because that was that was longer than I remember. Well, the the the, sure. the, the cowboy what happens is when he goes to the church to go rescue Sarah. Yeah. Um, the cowboy basically says to him, "Is like if you go off and do this, your 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 job is done. You've gotten everybody you need to get. If you keep going." you won't be able to be reunited with Shelly. And, uh, or you're, you're risking that, that, that chance. You, you can know? lose her for just anger. Right, right, right. Yeah. You can yeah. lose her. And, and he decides to go anyway because he wants to save Sarah. So, like, it, on one hand, it would have had this, like, emotional, but it just, it does take away from that, like, let's just get into the church, everybody's paired yeah. off, you know, one girl, two girls, two guys, you know, like, the, everybody's got their equivalent, you know, like, sure. um, Ernie Hudson and Candyman are fighting, with guns, you know, <laughs> I love that he's candy man. Ernie Hudson. Someone, candy man. someone, draw a photo of of Winston yes. Steadmore fighting Candyman <laughs> and send it to the video man's yeah. DM. Please, and please, I'll repost it on my page if you do that. That would yes, be awesome. Please. Thanks. Um, but <laughs> uh, and you know that's the other thing too. And I, I know we were, we talked about this earlier, but the girl who played Sarah, man, she got fucked up. Big time. I imagine. Obviously. Your, yeah. your yeah. big yeah. break turned into a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. right? Your you friend know? dies while filming this And, then, and you're at an age where, like, that is going to, like, hit you Ruin very hard. Yeah. 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 So she gave up back in for a while, but we just found out that she's still... She's, she's doing, back. like, yeah, like, uh, interviews and shit, she which is great. awesome. Yeah. yeah, she looks great. And she's doing great, you know, apparently. But I know that it, it really fucked her up for a while, because you could not find anything about her until recently. Until no, and that is fucked up. I don't know what I would do Yeah. at... 10 I'm or sure she wasn't. She, she wasn't in that scene. Luckily, yeah, that would have been. No, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, that would have been <laughs> life ending. Yeah, but yeah, like but still, um, it's brutal. But yeah, so like uh, that. I don't know. I yeah. I, I still, still one love, of the best movies. Still one of the best. Anyway, I still love this movie. <laughs> Sounds like the Devil's Night. Out. I know. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's summer, man. Every night is Devil's Night. Well, actually, night. it's you know because it's so close. The thing about Fourth of July in Los Angeles is that like the week before Fourth of July, everybody just firing. I was outside like you know the, the week other day. Of July, dude. Just go yeah, and this walk is like any time during. This the, is a, yeah. This is a city that will experience gunshots here and there. Yeah. So when you have a full week's worth of popping outside of your apartment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so you're like, oh. I, 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 like and I, dogs barking. Yeah, yeah. you're like, Dude, everything's someone, fine. Uh, way off topic, but last year someone uh-huh. threw like an M80 and, and, and like trash barrels outside oh, of my house shit. and fucking blew it up. But I thought there was a war outside. Yeah, because <laughs> those like, things are real. <laughs> shit. My cats. Are that like, will blow oh. your hand off. Oh, man. <laughs> That's red. <laughs> Sorry. Not not not. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So, The Crow, still one of the best movies of all time. 
Yeah, apparently it's a board game of it, too. I found that out. Oh, I don't oh, yeah. know how that makes me feel. There was also a very uh, low-rated video game that came out. Oh, that I guess that was for City really? of Angels, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was oh, almost unplayable, correct? I it, was like, it was really bad. Was it, what was it for? PlayStation. Like, Fuck, was I kind of want to find yeah. it. No, you don't. It's like, it was like... It's that bad? It's really bad. It's, it's, it's not has, fun, If bad. you go on YouTube and look it up, there's reviews of how bad it is. Yeah. It's almost unplayable. I guess the mechanics are just horseshit. Yeah. Like, you move oh, around, shit. it just sucks. Yeah, I mean, like, again, <coughs> what, what always drove me crazy about this movie spawning a bunch of sequels is that, like, I think one of the reasons why I love this movie so much is that it came from this guy's... Actual... Day, actual, like, grief and existence, pain. Existence, yeah. And, and the world found a way to market it. That's you know? like anything. Uh, yeah, that's no, no, no. It just as soon as, <coughs> as soon as money's attached to it, it gets hoarded out. But it yeah. just got so it just it, it, there's. It did. It did morph into this really weird subculture, just in, in itself, which is yeah. actually kind of cool when you think about it. Sure. Now, as a object, yeah, I, exactly. I think there'd be no craft without the crow. Probably not. Ooh. How, how do you figure? Interesting. I'm, I'm looking at because the it, T and the C right along the craft. Um, it's the you know feet, the goth. When did the craft come out? How much later? Nineties. Yeah, yeah. Ninety six. They were like, like "Oh, there's a little market." For but this still, goth yeah, thing. it's. I feel like it I did start its own. Oh no, absolutely! Did. Like there was always a goth thing, but I feel like the crow. But no, no, started... not the mainstream though. Yeah, yeah and I it mean, did. in the '80s a little bit with new wave and shit. You got a little hint of it. Yeah, with certain stuff with like you know. I mean, you have to if you were like you know like the goth scene in the '80s was like deep subculture. You know, sure. it was like you, you know, just, no internet. You had to know about. Punk. Yeah, but you this is the '90s. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. This is when it started getting. That's what he's saying. Yeah, and I agree with that. But like. Black lipstick. You know. I don't know. It's yeah. like when you're a kid, like again, you're a yeah. kid, you're angsty, you're listening to The Crow. It's everything you're you listening want. To the, the Crow soundtrack, you're listening yeah. to The Cure, and you're, you're brooding and you're thinking about how, like, you know, everything you see no is one art, understands and, you're like, me. and you're like, yeah, nobody understands me, and this movie's pure. <laughs> and then they make, like, sequels, and they make and a video game. And they're trash. And they are trash. And it's like, oh, and so, like, for my naive teenage yeah. self, I was so, like, you know, Jaded from like how they like oh man they just totally made him mass marketed this guy's pain they didn't understand it's like look a guy a guy got a fucking paycheck so yeah, yeah. but now I, looking at I get a I, so there's obviously four movies yeah we discussed yeah, the I, first uh, and a TV show in a TV show and a TV show what what sounds like short lived it, it sounds like um there was a crow TV show yeah and do you guys ever see the movie Brotherhood of the Wolf no. I don't know okay okay scratch that have you ever seen the movie Double Dragon. Yes. yes. The one who's not but Scott Wolf. <laughs> the one who's not Scott Wolf. The brother who's not Scott Wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. played. And it was like the first episode or two was wow. like fairly faithful what was it to. On? I don't fucking know. I, I, well, you, you can, know about it. You can go on YouTube and watch it. Was the called WB. The Crow. <laughs> it was on the WB. Look it up. It's called The Crow Stairway to Heaven. What? Really? It sounds kind of familiar now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't remember. But the weird thing is that every time he went into, like, when he was like, he'd be normal Eric Draven. And like, but whenever he got into like fight scene, crow, yeah. then the makeup would just like it was like it was supernatural would appear on his face. Oh, ew! Yeah, it's it's bad. Ew! I'm gonna find it on YouTube. It's I no bueno. Um, but what what I'm saying is, so there's four of them and yeah. a TV show and a TV show, six in a movie. Um, the first two have iconic soundtracks. Was there yes. any soundtracks released for three and four? Yes, I, there was. I and know. who was the on third them? one? Also had filter. I look it up. And Rob Zombie. Oh, of course, filter was on it. Phil- hey, look, I'm gonna say this. The one thing about Filter in the 90s is that their songs that were on soundtracks weren't that bad. Uh, and I will cite Hey Man, Nice Shot on the Demonite soundtrack. Of course. I will yeah. cite Jurassic Tall from Crow City of Angels. But they, but they, Filter, they, phenomenal but soundtrack Filter, band. Hey Man. Yeah. Mediocre band in general. Yes, general, yeah. absolutely. Oh, The Crow Salvation, which is number three. Can I see? Oh, is there a picture? There's, There's some songs, but they're not... 
I can't see. Who They're just them. songs. And William Atherton. Oh yeah, this is a score. Apparently, it was so good that they had to release. A yeah, score. right. Are you kidding me with that? Well, Miramax was all about like, you know, pimping the shit out of everything they had. So. Yeah, Rob Zombie's on three. Told you. Hold on. Um, I don't. I only know this because I was working at Newbury Comics when the third soundtrack came out. So I had a Rob stock Zombie, those. not oh Kid Rock. Get oh, the fuck out of here. The what's flies. <laughs> um, pitch Kid shifters. Oh, stabbing westward. Oh my God! What was it? Uh, stabbing away. Oh, I cannot save you. Oh. Is that song on? Yes, no, Do they have another song? It's called Waking Up Beside You. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I wanted to hear. That Stabbing West yes. on the Crow 3 soundtrack. Yeah. Filter, Rob Zombie. Danzig. Come the fuck on. Underbell- are you me? Underbelly of the Beast. Dude, what do you guys But do? Static X. Static X yeah, is on Burning Inside. But do you see how far we came? Yeah, the first this is, this is, I, I, You can't see what I'm doing right now, but I'm, I'm doing a downward. This is the Crow soundtrack, <laughs> along with the movie. Yeah. Is and the, just and the, spiraling the down. second one had Iggy Pop on the soundtrack. It's good in the movie, and it had, but not as good as the first. And it had Bush covering a pre-New Order, uh, well, post-Joy Division pre-New Order, New Order song. Right in the middle. Yeah, well, it was like they had recorded the tracks. With what Ian song Curtis. is that? Uh, a, ooh, a lonely place. Uh, yeah, no I can't idea. It's on the Grace. Yeah. It's on the New Order Grace's album, but it's got Ian Curtis's voice. Crazy. On oh, it. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If you heard it go, oh, that song. But um, but yeah, like we we're still kind of a. Like, it's it's in... part four of a soundtrack. Yeah, there's gotta be, dude. It's probably so <laughs> fucking trash. Drama, dude, I like, cannot. Because when did Part Four come out with Edward Furlong? That was like 2001. He had such oh, weird. Oh, I thought it was way later. No, I need hair. He's like, I'll do this in Detroit Rock City. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Detroit Rock City was the best. was sick, though. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it was The Crow, Wicked Prayer. Yep. Wicked Prayer. Wicked Prayer. What year? <sighs> Shit, hold on, let me go up. 2005. <laughs> oh, okay, 2005, there you go. Oh, it's still, it's still 13 I years fa- ago. I found... No soundtrack, right? I, I hope not. I hope not, too. Cause... Well, this is still Salvation. Well, the, I mean, here's the thing, is that both Salvation and Wicked Prayer or whatever... Never had theatrical releases. All went right to video. Oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Than Thank I God. Yeah. yeah. I actually can't find a soundtrack for it, so hopefully they didn't. Hopefully, make it. hopefully it's fucking. <laughs> oh, it's got you know Blink One Eighty Two was on it. Two thousand five um, is probably so disgusting. I don't even yeah. Know Phoenix TX. Phoenix TX. You know. <laughs> Some Forty One. Yeah. Phoenix TX is on the fucking crow sound. Yeah, I mean Nickelback's probably got a fucking sweet song on there. Um. So, that's why I have a problem with, like, I don't want them, I, I don't want them to make another Crow movie, I want them to let this, I want this one to come back into the public eye, yeah. you know, and just let it be, you know, and, and... It's so, on, oh, so, 94, so the 20th anniversary already happened, but uh-huh. next year would be the 25th anniversary. Yeah. Wow. So maybe they can, you know, send some emails out, try to get a screening, 25th anniversary yeah. of the I, Crow, man. I think that would be so sick. Make it a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I have like, a guy. I'll, let's rent out the Vista Theater. Yeah, let's find the director, hit him up for a good idea. Have everyone has to wear bl- all black. I that and, would be and so throw a twenty fifth anniversary yeah. at the Vista Theater. That's not impossible. No, I know. Not. Let's That'd make it so happen. Cool. Honestly, I think we should make it happen. <laughs> let's make it happen. You heard it first. <laughs> I don't even think there was a soundtrack for the Crow Wicked. Crow. I can't believe you're still looking for. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm I, like I think we're stoked. I'm it like doesn't exist. I'm in the exist. deep web right now. No, you're not. Um, <laughs> I'm on Wikipedia. <laughs> Although I do, here's the thing: is like I was just bitching about the merchandising. I do want to play that board game though, because it looks rad. I yeah, kind of want to. Play. The back of it, I only saw the back of it, but it had like it had a little Brandon Lee figurine. And oh my god! Like, and it had a Michael Wincott with a sword. And I was oh, like, man. that's kind of, with a sword. That's yeah. actually pretty sick. Um, Tell Mondo to do it. 
for the 25th they probably, anniversary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 Although the funny thing is, I was um, trying to do artwork for this, you know, the other day, uh, yesterday when we were talking about doing this, and I was doing it, and I was like, I had to stop doing it because I was like, I feel like I'm 14 years old again. Like, when you sit in school and you're like, on your cover, on your like, book cover, you know. Yeah, you're just like, you know. I have a picture of me (laughs) when I'm nine years old as the crow for Halloween. Yes! But, so, I'll try, I'll send, I'll actually. Please send it. I'll text it, it's at my house. It's actually in California with me. But, I didn't have a wig because uh-huh. I was poor as shit, so I could afford yeah. like two dollars of white and whatever. Yeah, but I couldn't get the wig, so instead we just like did the uh, the hair spray, like the spray on yeah. shit red. And years later, of course, Insane Clown Posse came out. Nice! And I look like a fucking juggalo. juggalo. And I was trying to be the crow, dude. So oh when people go God. through this thing, they're like, yeah, nice. You were a juggalo. Yeah. Look at You're like, like, no. I'm trying to be a crow. It's just a crow. crow. But I guarantee, <coughs> if there's a crow soundtrack for Insane Clown Posse's on it. Oh, yeah. there it is, dude. You know what? Absolutely. That's, That's where a we great come from. It is the juggalo equivalent of the crow. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. As the crow. <gasps> I, you know, at one point, I think that was actually something they uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I they, might be into that <laughs> I, I would totally be into that oh there we go actually no I would be more into him being the villain you know yeah, oh, being, yeah you know? true that'd be great true true hey so uh, Relativity who keeps fucking around with this movie and whether or not it's gonna happen or that's the name of the company yeah. uh, listen to our suggestion here about Nicolas Cage as the villain cause, that'd be uh, phenomenal yeah set it up bro make it great <laughs> don't make it embarrassing uh, <laughs> Yeah, don't, and let me let me handpick the bands for your soundtrack. Yeah, contact us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you need us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, also before we before we, we exit, uh, I forgot that Johan Johansson, um, it's his last score for Mandy. Um, oh yeah. So you could hear some of it in the trailer, which is is incredible. But he also did the score for Arrival and a bunch of other things. Oh cool. And he was one of the most. I guess modern and influential of this time period that we're in now, and he unfortunately passed away. Um, Johan, yeah, he did Recent? a few months ago. Oh wow! I think beginning of the year, which sucks because I feel like he was one of those modern composers that you pay, pay attention Didn't to. Did he do the soundtrack to Blade Runner as well? The new uh, one? Well, him and um, and um, clap a hand. Hi! <laughs> it's that like guy. I, it's like on the fucking Stephen Clap your hands. No, it's 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 a uh, oh what the. I'm having a brain malfunction. Um, but yeah, so he it's his last score. He did another score for a UK movie, but I, I'm pretty sure it's already being released. So this will be his last score. Well, um, I was just looking that up. Eric, What's how do people... <laughs> I asked you at the wrong time. How does one find Matt Smith? Oh, Hans did, Zimmer. That's who it was. How does one find Matt Syndicate on Instagram? By typing in Meth Syndicate. There you go. At, <laughs> on Instagram. At Meth Syndicate. Uh, yeah, they've got yeah. some great stuff in there. Shout I, out I, to I, I really Syndicate. want that, that signal disruption. Negamitis, always. Their uh, Watchmen and their new The Thing pin. I saw that, so yeah. sick. Um, and Eric shit. Sorry, I'm taking advantage of you guys' bong. I don't have I one of these at my house. Yo. I've been smoking a you, bong this whole time. Your, I gotta buy you one for your birthday because you need it's, a bong. Every bro needs a bong. Uh, yeah. A bro needs a bong. Every, every bro. <laughs> That's really, literally just what came out of your mouth. I know, but I was hoping Dr. Steve you guys Brule didn't notice. Here. But there you go. Oh, shit. <laughs> you Dr. Can, Steve Brule? Yeah. Have a tough test. Get yourself a bong, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and and Mickey, I got you on that shirt. Sweet too. Yeah, let me know. And yeah, uh, no yeah. cool. All right. Well, I think that's it. I think that is it. I think we've covered. Yeah, the go crow put guys. on some eyeliner. 
Yeah. Be careful out there with prop guns. Yeah. Cry a little bit. And and go watch. Or be careful with regular guns too. Uh yeah. I all guess guns. I guess that would be even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be careful with the prop guns. Go crazy on the real ones. <laughs> real ones are fine. Shoot them up, guys. Fire it up. Oh man. Fire so it cool. up. All anyway, right. The crow. Bye guys. Bye. See you later. Go listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> In a world without justice, one man was chosen to protect the innocent and to make the wrong things right. Friday, May 13th. It's not a good day to be a bad guy. The film the critics are calling dazzling and fiercely hypnotic. Brandon Lee is sensational. A triumph. Brandon Lee. I love you. The crow. Rated R.